Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Curvy Lee and Curry Mel's podcast. Today is a Monday episode. If you follow our podcast, you will realize that last week there wasn't a Monday episode, just a Friday episode. Because well, I wasn't feeling it. <laughs> you know how much shit she gave me for what she claimed I forgot, but you I did. didn't. No, I just didn't feel like doing it. Whatever. Today should be episode 17, I think. 17? Yeah, that sounds right. And we're going to do a couple topics, just some silly stuff. So topic one is friends, relationships, and like loyalty between the three. And topic two is like TV shows that Lee's into <laughs> and Mel needs to be into. Yeah, that. I mean, there are a lot of movies, not movies, but a lot of TV shows that I'm into that I put on her queue, but I doubt she watched yet. So, so what she means you- is she comes to my house, babysits my baby, and then puts things in my Netflix and doesn't tell me. She just puts things in my Netflix. I tell you. And then I come home and say, what the fuck is this? All this shit that Netflix is weirdly recommending to me because I didn't put these things there. Or like, I'll I leave the house and she'll be on a, a show I don't watch on my Netflix. And then my Netflix is like, oh, you like this weird shit? Like, no, no the fuck I don't. <laughs> it's never like that. That's mm-hmm. not how it goes. I text her, let her know that I um, that there's a new show that she should watch. <laughs> After she's already put it into my Netflix. Because how are you gonna find it if I don't? Yeah. So like I get her into baking shows. Like I'm really into like baking cook offs. And that's why she's so into baking shows now. But like I make sure to watch it with her so she can like get into it. She just puts it in my stuff after she's watched the whole thing. No. Yes. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We watch things together. Yeah, the things I pick. <laughs> well, because, you know, sometimes watching things with you is like your way or the highway, so I'm like, whatever. I give so many options. And then you don't pick anything, you I don't know, so then I pick shit. If you don't pick anything, then I pick. <laughs> whatever. You see why we're friends? Because we don't agree on much. We don't. Like, we're very different. <laughs> We're completely different people. I'll be asking today, like, how do you have friends? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not polite. I'm not friendly. I'm not nice most of the time. I don't know why people like me. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a mystery. Once again, I don't know why people like me. <laughs> like, I'm very straightforward and I have no like inconsistencies with the person I think I am. I am not fun to be around. And yet I have friends. And a child. <laughs> yeah. As can you imagine when the pregnancy hormones kick in, how much of a friend nobody wants to be with her at that point? Cause it's like double whammy. Good God. Hey. Yeah. Pregnancy was hard for everybody. 
Except me, because I, I, I didn't care. Well. Like, I love being pregnant. I loved having a little person, like, grow inside of me. But at the same time, it fucked me up emotionally. Yeah, that's what she said. But, like, I love being pregnant. Like, that actual, like, being pregnant wasn't bad. Until she wouldn't come out. <laughs> God, that was forever. Yeah. I mean, most girls take forever to come out because, you is. know, they have that attitude. So it's like, I come when I'm ready. Like, right now, my cousin is sec- pregnant with her daughter, her second child. And this baby isn't coming out at all. It's like, I noticed, like, <laughs> Jordan was born at 40 weeks and six days. Most babies are born between week. 36 and week 38. Jordan wasn't. Because <laughs> she wasn't coming out. She liked her apartment. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty comfy and toasty in there. So Jordan didn't come out to the point where I was scheduled to be induced, which is like when a doctor puts you on medication and make your baby come out. And the morning of the scheduled induction, my water broke. Like I was yeah. scheduled to be in the hospital that day either fucking way. She was like, you're not going to rush me, okay? I'm going to come out when I'm ready. And that's how it happened. Yep. But I tell people all the time, my daughter came out because of sarcasm. Mm-hmm. One, actually, one of these things should do the, the, my, the story of my um, bringing her into the world. It's a very funny story. Yeah. But yeah, most people don't believe. No, Monday, we got you. Mm-hmm. When, most people don't believe how she came into the world. <laughs> it's such a funny story. I wasn't present, though. Mm, you weren't. Well, you saw her after I kept her in quarantine, baby quarantine. Yeah. I mean, she showed me pictures, but I wasn't present at the hospital. We weren't friends then. Yes, we were. Well, we were. We were. Yes, we were. But she, she just left and had the baby and didn't say nothing until Mm-mm. a couple of days later. I didn't tell anybody. If you well, weren't, no, like, if you weren't my immediate, like, family, like, the people that needed to know that I had a kid because they were leaving to go to my brother's wedding, you didn't know I had a kid. Probably didn't know until the baby was, like, a month old that she was born. Yeah, and we both hated her for that, too. But no one knew. I, I had the baby. That wasn't, like, my mom, my brother, my aunt, my cousin. No one knew. And then... Because I didn't want anyone to, like, see the baby yet. Because once you get, like, have a kid, it's like, oh, let me come over. Like, nope. Not happening. No. Because I'm antisocial. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Um, in Guyanese households, actually, you don't see the baby until they're three months old. Mm-hmm. If you're immediate family, like, cousins and stuff, you can probably see the baby at least two weeks old. But you never see a new baby. Yeah. The only people who comes around to see the baby is like your siblings and your parents. That's it. Nobody else comes around. Yeah, the only person this baby saw Jordan was my immediate family because she had no choice, and the doctor. That's all she saw for the first yeah. like three months. Besides hubby, hubby came around a month too. But yeah, he one day he texted me he's like, "Did you have a kid yet?" I was like, "Oh yeah, she's alive. She's out." And the baby was like a month old. He's like, you didn't tell me. Oh, I didn't tell anybody. <laughs> and then the same yeah. day the day I told him, he's on mouth. Because 
the guy tried to tell her too that I had the baby. <laughs> I figured it out but when she stopped showing up to work. But I sent out cards though. Like I sent everyone a card with the, the baby's pictures. Like from day like one or two of her life. So everyone got to know eventually through the mail. <laughs> eventually. That's nice. But, you know what? Okay. But everyone got to see her when the mail showed up. <laughs> wow. You see how impersonal she is? Mm-hmm. But whatever. I was the only person from our entire old job. job. The entire job <laughs> I knew. Not even the new that reached out. Even when oh, yeah. everybody out, nobody said anything. No, but she's and that's the only how person. became a couple at work because everybody started reaching out to me to find out what's going on mm-hmm. with her. And I'm, am I her keeper or some shit? Like my, our manager didn't even know until like the day was two months that I had her. Yep. <laughs> like one day, our old GM texted me he's like, "Did you have a baby?" He's like, "Yeah." How long ago? Six to eight weeks. <laughs> Like, what do you mean? Six to eight weeks ago. Are you coming back to work? <laughs> was like, are you coming back to work? Not right now. <laughs> oh, God. Like, even our GM didn't know that I had the baby until, like, she was two months old. I mean, they didn't even know you were pregnant until, like, nine months in. No, they knew. They knew well, most of the time I was pregnant, that I was pregnant. Well, it's just a nice gossipy one that didn't know because she was dumb yeah but hey we gotta talk about yeah we're gonna definitely talk about that because i did get in trouble (laughs) for my like she's she um finally told the company that she was pregnant and i made a comment oh yeah that email chain i forgot about that shit that email (laughs) chain so at our old job we had a company we're gonna talk about it the day you (laughs) Talk about pregnancy. <laughs> you no you brought it up spoilers. now. That's your fault. No, no more spoilers. Oh nope. god, that's such a good one. I forgot about that email. <laughs> oh that's god, that was so bad for you. It was so funny though. That's the thing. It was hilarious. It's so and funny. They, like whatever. Our old job. Oh yeah, that email was really funny. <laughs> I wish we could go back to those computers mm-hmm. so I can get these things. But God, was it funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Almost got fired over mm-hmm. this one. Oh, God. She had so many disciplinary meetings because of it. <laughs> they called me at home about it. That's how bad it was. It's like, do you okay. know? It's like, yeah. <laughs> Mind you, she was right there when everything happened. But well, anyway. Happened we were like... All right, stop it. You're going to make me tell the story. You're going to make me tell the story by accident because we keep on going. All right. We're going to change the topic now because yeah. we're definitely about it. I was about to tell a freaking story. So change the topic to one of our other today's topics. <laughs> well, I mean, this kind of goes into it. So, guys, this is, uh, this is honestly what we do even when we're, like, face-to-face or whatever. Mm-hmm. We just talk. Um, But... Us talking about like friendships, loyalty, and relationships is because I feel like everyone needs a balance in life. I'm single, and yes. Lee has a partner. Yes, but that does not mean 
that 24-7 I'm on the phone with Lee. No. Or if me and her make plans, her hubby mm-hmm. shows up. No, God, no. He hates that. <laughs> so hubby is more antisocial than I am. Like, he could live in a house and never see nobody that lives in that house, and he'd be happy. <laughs> exactly. So, we just wanted to, like, you know, I think we've mentioned, part, like, some of this in, in our beginning episodes, but I feel like so many people keep, like, asking me questions about, like, how do you work out with like you know you being a single person and your mm-hmm. close your closest friends is in a relationship and they have a kid like how do you handle that and I said you know I work on their schedule yeah even when I when we're doing this podcast because she has the baby she's the one who normally orchestrates the best time yeah available so we work in Jordan's time. That's what we say. That too. <laughs> like if, if the baby's at daycare and we are both free, we'll just do an episode at my house usually. Or we'll wait till the baby goes to sleep and then we like record the night before and then release it the next day. Which is why sometimes you'll hear a cranky baby that's like asleep. Yeah. She just shows up. Like that's mm-hmm. just Jordan. Even if we're like together... And she's not getting the attention she wants. She'll start making noise just so like, hey, I'm over here, okay? Look at me. Like something funny that Jordan does, if I'm hugging hubby, she'll come up to us and go, me, me, like pick me up and make me part of this hug or (laughs) else we're going to have a problem. So we have to pick her up and include her in the hug. It looks cute, but it's really annoying when you just want to hug your partner. Well, that's what happens when you have a kid. Or like if he kisses me, she has to come over and give both of us kisses to make it even. It's the funniest thing in the world. Like when we're all on the couch and like if we, he and I kiss romantically, he's like, no, why am I missing out on the kisses? So like it happens all the time actually where she's like, (laughs) and then she'll crawl over to the other side of the couch and give him a kiss and come back, give me a kiss. And like until it's like thirty kisses in, it's like okay, okay, Jordan, we get it, we get it, you're fine. You can end the kisses. Nope. And she'll sit back down, and if she feels like it, she'll sit back down. But if we're nope. like romantic with each other, she's like, well, why am I not being kissed? She must be included. Yep, that's her. But like I said, making time is one very big and important step when it comes to friendship, relationships, and all of that good stuff because that's how life works. I mean, even if I say, like, I'll text Lee today and be like, hey, um, I want to go to the grocery store. You available this week? Usually I am. I mean, yeah, you're like available because nothing's working, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, usually I am. But like, you know, she'll figure out which day it is. So if Jordan is not at daycare, she'll, you know, pack up and come with us, or she'll be in daycare, we'll just go real quick and then pick her up later. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just simple things like that. Always schedule things. Um, I do have a lot of friends who have kids. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, the only one. 
Yeah, kind of. Yeah, so because of that, even when I go on vacation, like if I'm planning to go somewhere or whatever, and I invite my friend who has a kid, I'll give her like, you know, a couple months in advance so she can figure out what what and what is going on. If I'm planning an event, you know, you got to you got to give them time. Babysitters, you don't pop up from nowhere. Nope. Like with hanging out with Mel and like we talk every day. If we yeah. don't talk every day. She's talking this, to my brother. This happens all the time. So if so I call <laughs> Mel's brother little guy. It's a joke because he's very tall. <laughs> so if Mel doesn't pick up the phone or answer text, I call him. They're in the same house. A wall is what separates them. So I'll go, hey little guy. It's like, what's up, Lee? Where's your sister? Um, let me go check. Then he'll get up from his, he'll be on his room playing his game. And he'll get up because he loves me so much and go around the house and find her. <laughs> yep. Or my favorite, she'll text him and be like, did your sister die? Mm-hmm. I'm like, really? And then he goes into her room and goes, hey, Mel. Hey, Mel. Hey, Mel. So she wakes up and answers. <laughs> Which I didn't start. He started that on his own, by the way. <laughs> that wasn't my idea. One day he just started doing it and never stopped. Exactly. I'm like, good lord. Like, the time I am going to sleep, my brother comes inside my room to wake me up because Lee wanted to make sure I'm alive. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this bitch. Answer my text. We won't have problems. Whatever. That's exactly... Oh, answering phone when you're in the shower is the best thing ever because Lee always feels like you're ignoring her. Mm-hmm. So now I just answer it. And when she sees that I'm in the shower, she'll hang up. Or yes. I'll just keep talking. 50 to the chance. Huh? 50 to the chance. Sometimes I'll just keep talking. Or that. Like sometimes I'll just keep talking until she's out the shower. And I won't even care because <laughs> iPhones are water resistant. Not really mm-hmm. waterproof. So they'll be fine if a little splash gets there. Like, she's called me while I was in the shower more than once. It's like, <laughs> what's up? You don't always have time, especially as a parent. You not you don't always have time for yourself. So mm-hmm. whatever works. We use this podcast to get, like, our gossip in for the week out. Because we're like, hey, hang out with us. That's why Monday is always, like, the chill day for us to hang out. Because... This is us just regular bestie time. <laughs> it's us regular. Yeah. Like Monday's episode are the regular episode, the everyday episode. Friday's episodes are sexual and or sexual adjacent. Yes. Where we talk about you know, our past, present, future. Mm-hmm. Or reviewing a toy, which we're going to start doing Yeah, soon. we do need to start doing that. <laughs> I have so many toys. And it's Me like, too. I buy new toys and I make her buy the same toys. <laughs> yeah. So that, like, she could also experience what I'm talking about. And then hubby buys toys, like, for, what was it? For Christmas, hubby bought a new toy. And, like, for his birthday, I bought him a different toy. It's like, we need to stop buying each other toys. So many. <laughs> That's kind of what broke our friendship in is that she bought me a sex toy. Remember, mm-hmm. Spencer's? <laughs> yeah, because 
Like, we were, we were, I was, was I pregnant? Yeah, you pregnant. pregnant. I was pregnant and I took her to the mall I go to because we, we live like 20 minutes apart. So we don't go to the same malls. 15. And she was like, I've never been to this store before. I was like, really? It was Spencer's. Like, I've never been inside this store before. I was like, what's in here? I was like, oh, you're going to find out today. <laughs> and then I just brought her to the Texas sex to toys. Spencer and never went to the back of Spencer's. Mm-hmm. Because the front of Spencer's was like t-shirts, hats, yeah, and like, like jewelry. I'm into. The back of Spencer's is like lingerie, sex toys, dildos, sex More cards. <laughs> like, so <laughs> she'd never had like that experience is like, oh, we're going to do it. And we're going to do it big. <laughs> yes. And at that time, I haven't used any sex toys yet. Because I've never, like, masturbating was not something that I did. It wasn't like I didn't want to or anything. It's just, I don't know. I just didn't do. You know why? Because I always had a guy, so there was no need to. And I had it, and I explained to her, just because someone else doesn't, doesn't mean you don't know if someone else is providing your pleasure, then you don't know what you like. You know what they like for you to like. If you can't tell someone what you like, then you don't know what you like. I know what I like now. Exactly. <laughs> you experimented and figured it out on your own. If yes. someone else tells you what you like, you don't know what you like that. Guys always have a friend that knows more than you do. Like I always say, I always have like a knowledgeable friend about certain things that you're not in, that you're, I won't say not into, but curious about learning about because it's the best way. Sometimes yeah. these blogs online don't tell you things that she will tell God, me. God, no. <laughs> Remember the blogs one? online are so ridiculous. She sends me shit. It's like, this is so dumb. That's what I said. Like, she didn't believe me at first that, you know, no. well, she said, well, blogs are so old school that people don't do them anymore. So when I pulled up like sex advice blogs, she looked and I was like, what the fuck? I said, I told you they're stupid. Because I don't ever use them. Like, I go by experience. Like, if I want to try it, I try it. So to think that people are like trying it and then like giving advice, that's terrible. It's like, nah, that can't happen in the real world. Yeah. People can fact check this shit by doing it themselves. Apparently not. Apparently it's just me. You know? <laughs> Not fact checking just by doing it yourself, but like things that you know. I mean, I so whenever I Google things is just to like find out if it's some it's if it's a thing, mm-hmm. or like find out the actual name for it because mm-hmm. I don't know the names of these kinks and stuff that I look I up. I do, like I know the names for things. <laughs> Because, like, um, I forgot what we were talking about, and I was just describing it to you. She's like, yeah, it's this. And I'm like, oh, it, was, it had a name? Mm-hmm. It was just a thing. So, yeah, that's why I Google things like that. But online, they also give you, like, how-tos and descriptions. And I'm like, wow. Can be in a whack, in a way. It bores me, and then it also, like, Oh, that's what it was. It was sex myths that we were looking at. And they gave like some of the most bizarre and weird shit. 
but yeah. Aside from that, what do you define loyalty? So, I... So, in a relationship, you need communication, loyalty, and trust. Those are the three main things you need for friendship, for romantic relationship, for family. You need three main things. Communication, loyalty, and trust. Without those three things, it won't work. Communication is being able to talk to the person, no matter what the topic is, and be heard. Not just be listened to, but be heard. Trust is being able to know that that person won't harm you and that that person will keep you safe. And loyalty, it's a little more old school, but it's knowing that that person, how do I explain the word loyalty? It's because <laughs> it's, it's an archaic thing. Loyalty is knowing that you're bonded to that person and that there's safety in that bond. Is that a good way to say it? Hmm? Hi, I like how you don't listen to my talk. I do. But yeah, loyalty is being bonded to a person on a higher level than just communication. Okay. So the English Oxford Dictionary says, because you know, that's the only dictionary I have. Mm-hmm. The quality of being faithful in your support of someone or something they swear their loyalty to the king. That's like an example. Yeah. It's an archa- it's archaic in the word usage. Yes. Because you swear your loyalty to someone. In my usage, you're bonded to that person. Exactly. Loyalty connects you to that person. Now, when I say this is nowadays people mistaken loyalty as this, you know, blood oath that you would make to the devil I look at like okay look at England for example because they're they're a very you know loyalty based country yes look at all of their kings and queens back in the day as soon as they step out of line they get beheaded yeah but their their people are loyal to them but they're not loyal when they're shitty yeah that's the kind of energy i'm trying to get at when it comes to people and friendships because i have no problem being loyal to a friend but if you're a shitty person i will not or people mistaken loyalty as in even though i'm shitty and i do dumb shit that means you must be my friend no doesn't that way See, it's loyal. So, what you're describing is loyalty to a fault. That's what it, the phrase is. What you're describing is loyalty to a fault. Yeah, that. That's the phrase you mean. Uh, I didn't even know it was a phrase. It's loyalty to a fault. It's like, I'll be so down with you that if you kill somebody, I'm so down with you. No, bitch, that's a crime. Loyalty to a fault. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Like, if you were to, like, you know, destroy the donor I'll probably help you once again I'm not admitting anything to the crime she is discussing <laughs> because that would make me liable in court whatever we'll help each other I'm joking guys this is definitely yes. the issue yes because but... this would not hold up well in court 
I know. They're going to be like, so <laughs> he died. Pull up every Yeah, automatically it's oh. my fault. Go to the ex-wife. <laughs> automatically my fault. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I mean, loyalty can also it doesn't necessarily have to be with, you know, a partner. It can also be with a friend. Mm-hmm. And me and my grandfather had that conversation today because he say back in the day, you know, when you get married, you don't get married for divorce. No. I told him, I said, well, maybe a lot of people should have because, yeah, you see a lot of older people who lived. But they hate each um, other's guts. Not only that, but like, you know, 40 years, 60 years of marriage. But when you actually listen to their marriage, it's like that was a very toxic situation that you've been in. You know, you could have found something and be happier a long time ago. And they're like, what are you talking about? Never. So when I mentioned, you know, divorce and trying again, he was like, oh, this is young people talk. You know, that's not being loyal. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole richer or poor, better for health. That bullshit. I'm like... Yeah, those are for extreme circumstances. But if you are to the point where you're so unhappy in a relationship or even a friendship, why are you still there? Yeah, Mel, why? I'm single. Mm. Oh, I'm talking about your friendship, and you know exactly what friendship I'm talking about. Why, Mel? Why? (sighs) Mel loves having toxic friends, not including me. She loves having toxic friends. It's not that I have toxic friends. <laughs> then I blow up her then I blow up her spot about the toxic friends and she gets mad at me. I don't get mad at you because you're ninety oh. percent of the time, one hundred percent of the time, correct? Um but I mean whenever I see a toxic trait in a friend or something that's the thing. I feel like back in the day, I used to cut people off so easily. And I've been very um, antisocial for a lot of my youth that I just feel like, let me just hold on and actually try to work things out with people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a phase. Okay. It's a phase. Like, no knows. I cut off blood relatives for less. I mean, I do too. There's a lot of blood like, that I can walk past and not even blink my eye at. Like, Mel knows I have no problem cutting people the fuck off out of my life. And it does not bother me. It doesn't. Because if you are toxic, I don't need that shit. Mel will, if you are a friend to Mel and me, and I figure out you're toxic, and I tell her, he's like, I'll work on it. No. <laughs> no. You need to get rid of that person. I can't. Yeah, you can. Like, we have more than one mutual friend that I don't fuck with, and that person knows and hates <laughs> my guts. This, is what, this happens every time. Every time I find out one of them is one of them motherfuckers are toxic, and Mel knows I know, and that person knows I know, they start hating my guts. <laughs> because you're not very nice. I don't the beginning pretend. of this podcast that. <laughs> How you know, and it's not even that she's not nice, is that sometimes she just like blurs everything out and it does doesn't I even have care no filter. 
I don't feel so. I don't care about your feelings. <laughs> you grown, I'm grown. Deal with it. Whatever. How tell someone straight to their face what I think about them? What you gonna do? We know. We know. Trust me. We do. But yeah, that's one thing, you know. Um, we actually did have one situation. Um, a mutual... I won't really call her a mutual friend, more of a mutual acquaintance. She is living at home with her boyfriend and they have a kid. Mm-hmm. But he's abusive and mm-hmm. he stays. Yeah. Then she comes and complains to me about it. Mm-hmm. And when I gave her the heart truth, she starts crying and then she stays again. So... Lee <laughs> took it upon herself to tell mm-hmm. her that she was stupid and left I it. I did. Because I left a toxic relationship eight months pregnant. I got myself out of a extremely toxic relationship. If I gotta watch you go through it too, I'm not gonna help you stay in that relationship. That's not, that's not happening. So yeah, I mean, for me... I can't relate because I don't have a kid. So I don't know what exactly goes through somebody's mind. And everybody tells me that. Oh, it's different when you have a kid. Okay, cool. So I gave her the only thing I know how to give. I'm a criminal justice major. So I kind of broke things down to her about domestic violence. Mm-hmm. I said, you're living in a house with somebody that you're scared of. I say, you go to court, the the state can take your baby from you. Yep. Or if he decides to file a custody suit, he can get that child from you because you knowingly kept your baby in a situation like this because you, quote unquote, was scared when you had options to leave. Yep. State don't give a damn. So... You know, I'm not saying I say don't really like give a damn, give a damn, because they'll try to help you. But at the same time, she had so many options, so many chances, and she did not choose any of them. And to this day, for the podcast, she's still with him. Yeah. To this day. Like, to this very moment in time, they're still together. Yeah. He done cheated on her. Um... You name it, stole from her. Beard to the point where she couldn't see. Oh, yeah. More than once. So, that's what dumb loyalty looks like, in my opinion. People like to say, oh, yeah, you know, um, domestic violence is something that you can't take lightly and, you know, stuff like that. I know what it's like, like firsthand know what it's like to watch somebody gets beaten to the pulp and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's not fun to watch, especially as a friend. You're literally sitting there watching your friend go through that and can't do anything about it. So you watch me th- go through it. Exactly. But I mean even worse because with you you knew that you needed an out i did 
and NFL. you did something. Yeah, you did something about it. But I'm talking about the people who actually sit there and make excuses and excuses. And stay. And stay. Who gets treated like a doormat and stay. Mm -hmm. So for my advice for people who are going through the same thing that I've been through, like watching your friend go through things like that, is to one, this is going to sound harsh, let your friend be. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, like, you cannot force somebody to do something that they're not going to do. So what I do is I'll I'll be their ear if they have to. Tell me whatever you want to hear, and I'm going to look at you and be like, okay. That's yeah, all. Now, if you're in the situation and you're the victim of the situation, you're not going to see it until it's, you're ready to see it. Exactly. You're not going to get out until you're ready to get out, no matter what no one tells you. But you'll definitely complain about it. Yeah, of course. So definitely, you need to, uh, like I said, it's not the best thing in the world to witness. And also, picture it like this. Someone gives you, um, somebody sprays you with a water hose and you're soaking wet. They're still dry. And every single time they come to your pro give you their problems, they're spraying you with that water hose and you're mm-hmm. just getting wetter and wetter and they're still dry because they're going to go back to their, their spouse or whomever and live a happy life and nobody will ever know what's going on but you. And you have to carry all that toxic energy through your So definitely, I mean, loyalty is nice and all, but sometimes just need to let things be. And that's one. You have to let it go. If you're not the one in that situation, you have a friend in that situation, you don't want to be in that kind of space. You don't. Um, there are a lot of programs out there for women mm-hmm. who are going through domestic violence. There's also a lot of government funded programs to help women in need. I'm not saying that every woman will get it, but I said that their options are out there for you. Yeah. Um, I want as much people to get the help that they need, but... You can only get help when you feel ready. And that's the same thing with like mental health. Like I've had friends, even family who looked at me when I said, you know, you should go to therapy. And they looked at me like, I'm not going to that. I said, how do you think you're going to heal? Oh, that's when it's like bad, bad. I'm like, don't get to that point. But it's already bad, bad. then they'd say oh that's rock bottom I'm like okay that's when you tell them rock bottom isn't a vacation it's permanent hey rock bottom isn't a weekend stay whatever makes people sleep at night but I am not the one to sit around and wait 
Um, I always tell that to most people that come to me with a lot of their problems. Unless you're ready, don't really bring them to me. I can help you as much as I can because I don't mind helping. Whatever, you know, I can do to help, I will. Um, I had a close friend whose parents tried to kick her out. Um, my mom my mom have a basement apartment. I talked to my mom and we figured out a way to like get her to stay there for a while until she gets her feet off the ground. Everything was fine. I don't mind helping, but at the same time, you need to be ready for what's coming. My thing is, Mel knows this. I'm <laughs> going to tell you what you don't want to hear. I'm going to lay it out for you the way you don't want to hear it. That's how I was brought up. That's how I am. If you're going through a situation and it's all dark and gloomy, I'm going to tell you how it's going to get worse. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen when it gets worse than that. I'm going to tell you what you're not going to do. I'm going to tell you that you're going to come back to me and have a conversation where you're more fucked up than you are now and don't know what to do. I'm going to tell you that I already told you what to do. I'm not going to sit there and repeat myself if you're not listening. Of course not. And Mel knows that. How many times me and Mel have had an argument because I said something mean and she didn't like how I said it? All the time. But I said what I said and you're going to hear it. (laughs) You want to hear it? You don't want to hear it? You're going to fucking hear it. Yeah, see? Her way in the highway. You need to hear it? You're going to hear it. And mm-hmm. people in my family is the same exact the same way with me. You're gonna hear it. You're not gonna like it. You're gonna you're gonna have the next day tomorrow, aren't you? Nope. Yeah. Oh, this one's even better. So I had this friend. We're no longer friends. So we haven't been friends for for years. But then when she found out that she was um no when she got engaged, she messaged me. I was like, hey. I'm engaged. Do you want to be the maid of honor? And I didn't answer because we haven't spoken in years. Anyways, after that, like a few months after, she found out that she was pregnant. The guy was twice her age and whatever the situation is. I've been in this predicament before where my friend walks up to me and say, hey, I'm pregnant. When you tell me that, I give you the three options that's available. Adoption, abortion, or keeping it. (laughs) There's the only three options you got. See, that's why when I told Mel I'm pregnant, I also tell her it was on purpose. (laughs) Yeah. Because that's the three options you're going to get out of me. I don't give a damn. You did it. Figure it out. She then... She come up to me. She's like, oh, but I don't know how. What do you mean you don't know how? First, you need to go to the doctor and make sure that you are pregnant. Mm -hmm. And then you figure it out from there. They're going to give you all that information there. Yes. I told her about Planned Parenthood because apparently didn't know that existed. Most people don't, honestly. It's very No, people don't. I didn't know about it until, like, I actually looked this stuff up. Um, I told her about Planned Parenthood. I told them what they're there for. Um, she was like, okay, cool. 
Next phone call is her telling me, oh, I need a plane ticket to Guyana because I want to go there. Why do you need to go to Guyana again? Oh, because this is so stressful and I can't deal with this. So you're going to buy a plane ticket to go home for what? That's not going to stop the baby from coming. And it could also jeopardize your pregnancy. That too. But again, running from your problems is the worst mistake you can possibly tell me because I'm going to look at you like you're crazy. So I cursed her out and she ended up having a miscarriage like a week or so after. And I was like, well, problem solved. Kind of harsh for me to say, but what do you want me to do? If you are not mature enough to handle a certain conversation with me, don't even try to have it. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, after the miscarriage, and that's another thing too. After she miscarried, she was feeling so much better about herself. She, it wasn't even like a, you know, as hurtful as she claimed it would have been or whatever. Um, She just went on with her life and moved on. So I said, okay, good for her. I have another friend who called me hysterically because she had to get an abortion. And when she got one, (laughs) <laughs> she posts all the time on social media about mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah one of our mutual another mutual friend <laughs> got an abortion and then posts often often like once a month about how bitches that get abortions are stupid like you got one you got one according to her that never happened like I'm pro-choice <laughs> You want to do with your body what you want to do with your body. I exactly. couldn't see myself doing it because I am a mom now. But before I was a mom, I was like, oh, yeah, I'd pick that if I had to. So I don't care if you have an abortion, if you keep it, if you give adoption. I don't give a crap. It's what you want to do with your life. It's your choice, your decision. But if you do that choice of abortion, you can't then talk shit about people that have abortions because that's pot and the kettle. Of course. Now, my thing is birth control is a thing. Mm -hmm. If you know you do not want to have a baby, take the steps to avoid it because from my knowledge about abortion, it's painful. It's very emotionally Mm -hmm. draining. You don't want to put yourself in a situation Regardless, I am pro-choice, but I'm also pro-mental health. And I know a lot of people who did abortions and they felt very depressed afterwards. Because you're taking the hormones of pregnancy and then removing them before they're done. So it's all those hormones collapsing into themselves. It's medically like you're giving yourself endorphins and then taking them all away without, you know, having them finish their cycle. Yep. It's hard for the body. It is. That doesn't mean don't do it. If you make that choice, make that choice. But you need to also know the side effects to that choice. Like the mental and physical toll it will take on you. And sometimes if you have too many of them, you will lose your ability to have children. Exactly. Which which is very common, actually. Like if you have one abortion that's fine. You should be okay. But if you have like four, five, or six abortions, you might lose your ability to have children. Or if um, 
or when you are ready to have children, it'll take you a very, very long time. Yes. Because your body will reject the fetus on its own after a while if you keep having abortions. Exactly. So because of those kind of things, take the necessary steps you need. Now, the same friend, you know, after the abortion, she's still not even taking the correct steps. Nope. So it's like, you know, why put yourself through that kind of Why put yourself through that? I tell people all the time, you should know what you can handle. Jordan was a planned pregnancy, planned to the damn T. There's other people that, you know, fuck without protection, then get an accidental pregnancy, which is not accidental. You can't accidentally get pregnant. If you are having sex on purpose without any protection or contraceptive or whatever you want to call it, then you're trying to get pregnant. (laughs) That's how I see it. That's really how I see it. Because you all went to high school, more than likely, you all had health class where it told you penis, vagina, sperm, egg, baby. Want to stop those things? Contraception. Also, Even pulling out more... contraception on it. Yes, pull out a 70% effective. So if you aren't doing anything, it just, you know, having Twinkies all day, then you want a baby. <laughs> you want a fucking baby. Exactly. Now, another thing that a lot of people do not mention is emergency contraception. Plan B. If you take it, well, there's more than just plan Bs out there. But that's but the one people know. Either way, um, one is $50 for one pill. And two, that's a cheap one. That can go, it can go up to $375. Well, yeah. A cheap one is $50. Yeah. Either way, you um the more you keep taking those pills the less fertile you are hmm? the less fertile you become not only that but um your body starts rejecting those pills so you can end up getting Mm -hmm. pregnant taking it because your body get used to things like that so you want to be careful with those kind of things we're not saying this to scare people no but but it's you need to know these things we've been called a lot of you know crappy things because of our our friends and that's why i wanted to bring up loyalty with this because people feel like i'm not loyal whenever i give these kind of information to them like what exactly do you want me to do if you're sitting here got pregnant over some ridiculous choice that you made and you expect me to do what? Oh, that's so horrible. What are we going to do? What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. It's not a wee situation. It's not my uterus. <laughs> it is not my uterus. It is not a wee situation. Exactly. If you need a ride there, I can I can give you a ride. Um, if I'm not mistaken, you do need somebody to pick you up after you some do. of these procedures. I don't mind being that person for you. Shit, depending on how close we are, I might even hold your hand while you go through what you have to go through. Yeah. But one thing we're not going to do is sit there, and I'm not going to sugarcoat and baby you about, you know, decisions that you need to make. My 14-year-old cousin, I already had this conversation with her, and I told her, I said, listen, 
you're going into high school. He's like, yada, yada, don't tell me. I said, no, this is what we're going to have to talk about now. You're going into high school. The moment a guy tells you something nice and you get all tingly in the bright areas, you're going to want to do things. I told her, one, if you're going to do something, you need to list at least 10 STIs that you can get from that decision. If you can't do that, then you don't need to be doing anything. Because I believe in research. See, she goes with the fear tactic. No, not the fear tactic. But I'm just saying, like, too many people who get STIs didn't even know that they had one. Or they didn't, like, they pretend that it wasn't something that could have happened to them. Because STIs only happens to sluts and whores or shit like that. I'm like, please. I know... Um, I know of prostitutes who's never had an STI. So, exactly. Not saying that prostitutes are whores, but I'm saying for people in sex work, they actually are cleaner than a lot of other people. So, because of that, it wasn't more of a scare tactic. It was just to, like, make sure that she educates herself about sexuality. I mean, I told her I'd give her condoms and stuff as well. At the end of the day, if you're going to do something, you're going to do it. I can't stop you. Nope. But I, I go with the it. adult choices. You make an adult. If you make an adult choice, you better be able to deal with the adult consequences. If you're making an adult choice, which is having sex or having foreplay or having anything that is anything that isn't your body touching your body, that's an <laughs> adult decision. If you are old enough to make that choice, you are old enough to have the consequence with that choice, which is telling someone that you've had sex. Being a big enough person in the 16, 17, 18-year-old ages, and being able to tell your family member, parent, cousin, whoever you want that is older than you, that you were having sex and that you need to talk to them about it. Exactly. Because you've made the choice to spread your legs or put your penis in someone's legs. You need to be able to talk about it. If you can't talk about sex to someone, you aren't old enough to have sex. Exactly. If you, these are some adult conversations. And when, like, I know some people's going to be like, how did this turn into loyalty? You would be surprised to know that we're 26. They are 26 year olds who did not even get tested once. Yes. And they've been fucking around since they were like 10. Yep. Which is a crime Me, or whatever. As a friend, I will tell my friends, especially my male friends who do not believe in doctors and shit like that. Not even wrapping it up. I will drag your ass to the goddamn Planned Parenthood and make sure you do something for yourself. Because I'm mm-hmm. like, we got to protect, like, for women and men, you don't know what the next person have or had. Yep. One you can, if I'm not mistaken, you can get um, arrested if you give somebody an STI and you knew that you had it. Yes. So. It's a crime in most states. Yeah. It is exactly. in New Jersey. And if you think that. Because I'm you're knowingly passing around, on a disease. Yeah, Exactly. And if you think I'm going to sit around and be your bestie saying, oh, yeah, you know, go ahead, fling it, have fun. 
um when they bring me up in court yes and she knew exactly what she was doing she did it i told her not to yeah it's a it's a very serious crime because you can cause so certain stds can cause cancer and that can be deadly even though we're in a modern world the medicine (laughs) exists thank you Jordan, for your input it can be (laughs) deadly and people take people to court all the time because so and so transmitted a disease to my body and I now have cancer. Yeah. And there's that too, like not everything you can get a vaccine and clear mm-hmm. up after a few days. Nope. Some of these things last forever. Yep. Like in the United States, when you turn 13 and you're a girl, it started being boys not that long after. But if you were born in the 2000s and you were a girl, when you turned 13, you went to your pediatrician and you got a shot. And your doctor told you, this is a Gardasil shot. You're going to oh, get God. this shot. You're going to come back in six months to get a booster shot. You're going to come back three months after that and you get a third shot. And that shot is Gardasil which would help you not get cervical cancer from yeah, from most HPV. Uh... HPV. HPV is transmitted by men to women. Women aren't the carriers. And HPV is a sexually transmitted infection. Yep. It can clear up on its own or it can be permanent. I had HPV. And it went away when I was pregnant on its own. It cleared up all by itself. But my aunt had HPV and then got cervical cancer and had to remove her all of her lady bits on the inside. Yep. And had to go to court and sue one of her ex-partners. And he said that he never had a STD or STI. Yep. And she won in court. But lots of people have HPV. It is very common, honestly. Yeah, 70% of America has HPV. Has HPV. (laughs) So for me, again, um, they actually recently did um, the Gardasil shots for adults now. Yes. They started after the girls got, girls were the first test. Girls at 13. And then they made it boys at 16. And now adults can request it if they weren't part of the original groups. Um, I got my HPV vaccine when I was a kid and it's so funny because now it shows up in my, um, in my paps, but my doctor always tells me, yep. it's like, it's fine. It's not like it's showing up. At- it's benign. Yeah. I had it. So when you get, when you're a woman, you have pap smears every year. When you have the HPV show up in your pap smear, you get them every six months until it goes away. Yeah. So for me, it just shows because I it's have very the vaccine, common. it'll show up. Um, but yeah, I had actual HPV, which was a very low case, very, very non-harmful. And it went away when I was pregnant yeah. with the baby. But I had it for a year and a half before I was pregnant with her. Yeah, so that's all. And then I got pregnant and it yep. went away. Sometimes I hate when I go to the doctors and they say, hey, your pap's abnormal. Oh, never mind. You got the shot. Uh, that's what it's called. Exactly. It's, it's AB normal. <laughs> So I always go to my doctor and I'm like, listen, if you're about to tell me about Gardasil again, I already had it. He was like, oh, mm-hmm. no, 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 not that. You're just great. Your cervix is perfect. And I'm like, oh. So then he turns around, look at me and be like, so when do you want to start having children? I'm like, listen, we're not discussing mm-hmm. that right now. 
just make sure everything works okay down there. Thank you. But, but yeah. definitely. It's super yeah. common. What is HPV? But it, um, human papillomavirus. Yes. That. HPV for short. Yes. Please, people. We said HPV, not HIV. <laughs> HIV, HPV, human papillomavirus. Two different things. Both you can get doing one thing <laughs> from sex. Actually, you can get HIV well, for more than course, just yeah. sex, but yeah. HIV is transmitted Needles, through child bodily blood. fluids. I said bodily child blood, uh, childbirth. No, no, no. It's bodily fluids, which means vaginal fluid, sperm, breast milk, and it's four things. So it's blood. Blood. So HIV is transmitted through the blood, the breast milk, the vaginal secretions, and through sperm. But not saliva. Mm -hmm. It can transfer through spit, but you have to drink like 18 gallons of it. So you get it. No, it can transfer through spit if you have an open cut in your that mouth. That too. That's how it goes. If you have an open cut in your mouth and your partner has HIV, you can catch HIV because it's going through a blood way. That's the only time that it'll ever be, oh, I got it through spit. No, you got it because you had an open like cut in your mouth. Blood. Yes. <clears throat> It's funny because I have a friend. See, there's the thing. We have so many friends that does some fucked up shit. Oh, yeah. Because I had this friend who um, found out that her boyfriend gave her... What was it? Shit. Some STI. I forgot the name. And she talked to him about it. He said, like, oh, yeah. Was the chlamydia? Yeah, it was one. Yeah, it was chlamydia because... I think she get a shot for it. Yeah, it was chlamydia. And she just got the shot. She talked to him. And when he told her that he cheated, mm-hmm. they still. No, he told her he cheated. And he also told her, oh, I already knew I had it. I just didn't yeah. tell you. Like he had already gotten treated for it and didn't say anything. Yes, Jordan. That's how I reacted too. Yeah, he'd already gotten the shot, was treated for it, and didn't tell her that he had it. No. That's what you call dumb loyalty. Sticking around with somebody who just told you some bullshit like that. Mm-hmm. I would have burned his house down in the middle of the day. Joking, people. Very <laughs> much so. But I think that wraps up our loyalty talk. Because huh? <laughs> you're talking about, I think that would yeah. wrap it up. Yeah. This went way different than I thought it would go. It did. <laughs> like, when we plan these things out, we don't think it would end up nope. how it ends up ever, every time. We don't plan what we're going to say. I mean, we pick topics. Never. But we never plan out what exactly happens. So, like, one person actually mentioned and said, hey, you guys were, like, off topic, but it was good off topic. <laughs> and it's like, you know, I mean, if you want us on topic, pay us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we wrap everything into what we discuss, but at the same time, if whatever comes up, comes up, we'll just talk about it. 
Yeah. We have Facebook, Curvy Mel and Curvy Lee made a podcast. We have Instagram, Curvy Mel and Curvy Lee. We have the email account, Curvy Mel and Curvy, Curvy Mel, Curvy Lee at gmail.com. No and. We are no and on the email. Uh, we are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Anchor Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Breaker Podcasts, and like three more. We're on a lot of podcast apps. Just go get a podcast app. We're probably on yes. there, honestly. We're on like eight yep. different podcasts. Apps. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Subscribe. Rate. Yeah, rate. Leave your opinions. If you want a topic that we haven't discussed, well, like email us, DM us. If you want questions answered that aren't already a topic we have discussed or something you want more in yeah. depth answer to, if you need advice. Email us, DM we'll... us. So we're not professionals, especially not healthcare professionals. So God, no. we'll give you as much advice as we can, but just for the sake of saying it, go talk to your doctor. Go to a doctor. <laughs> Go to a doctor. We know it's COVID-19 going on, but your doctor's still yes, open, probably. Yes, I know mine is. hmm So, yeah. We'll give you as much advice as we can, though. If we care mm-hmm. enough. Usually. I think that wraps it up for today's episode. 17. 17, yes. 17. See ya! Bye.